to the Skin in the City podcast. The city may not be for everyone, but skin is. I'm Casey Boone. And I'm Haley Kerfis, and we're here to have some fun. After 15 years in the beauty industry, I know a few things about skin. Join me and my friends to learn all about skincare, being an esthetician, and what it takes to be in this industry. Happy Monday. Thank you. You as well. I'm so excited for our guest that we have today. I know. We have Alex Sands on the podcast. From SkinCraft. If you don't know who she is, you should, as always. You're I think about just, to. I think that's just my saying. If you don't know, you should. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like every single person that we're having on the podcast is obviously people that I actually really like and work with. Mm-hmm. And I've actually been mentoring Alex on this side, which has been super fun. Yeah. So. And we've got some stuff in the works, so it's fun to, like, be, like, mentoring her, working with her, having her on the podcast. We've had her on the blog, mm-hmm. on the website, Glow Skin yep. Care You can still read that. It's mm-hmm. all about crystals. She's also in the spring issue of the Skin in the City magazine. You can still buy that and read that. <laughs> so on the website. I'm calling her the Crystal Queen. You you said it. You know, I just started, I'm just giving everybody names. Maybe I need to think of something else besides queen, but queen is just working. Yeah, there's, I don't know, there's something about energy or, you know, you got to get like a little, some, a little, you know, a little woo-woo maybe. A little woo-woo. Yeah. Crystal woo-woo queen. Woo-woo queen. <laughs> so this has been a long time coming. I feel like so many of you guys ask about crystals in and out of the treatment room, mm-hmm. how to use them, what they do, how to cleanse them, all that fun stuff. So yeah. we kind of cover all of that in this discussion with Alex. I think the analogies that she gives are Ugh. so helpful. It's the best. I love analogies. They just like suit my life and <laughs> it just helps me understand things so much better. Yeah, she really simplifies things and makes it attainable yeah yeah so everyone can understand what what the heck is going on here yeah and you know i'm not going to tell you much because i want you to listen to this episode but you know have fun work with your intuition don't overthink it and don't overthink it and pick the pretty things pick what yeah pick what's visually pleasing if that's what you want to start with i think that's how i started with crystals is i was picking what was visually pleasing yeah i mean that makes sense Right? Is that me? Yeah. You want a pretty thing, or if you see a pretty thing, you want it. You buy it. You buy it. You want it. it You buy it. You want it. You buy it. (laughs) And then you put it on your client's face (laughs) or wherever. We dive deep into crystals. We're talking about energy, Mm -hmm. Reiki. Reiki. No, Reiki. She's a Reiki master. Mm -hmm. She also is, I don't, she's, does emotion code. Yeah. She's certified. I think she's certified. Yeah. She's certified with emotion code. And I think everything that she offers is so cool. It's so unique. I think there's more estheticians out there that should be doing this. And I feel like there's a lot of you that want to, but you don't know where to start. So this is the podcast for you to get your feet wet with crystals and energy. Put your learning caps on. Put your learning caps on. And enjoy. Enjoy. Oh, and don't forget, we have our first segment of Haley in the Field. Okay, you guys, Haley's going to be in the field. She's going to be busy. She's going to be interviewing people. She's going to be getting facials. She's going to be buying crystals. She might be drinking a matcha. You never know what she's going to be doing. You never know what she's going to be doing. So this is the first episode with Haley live in the field. And I'm going to tell you. What were you going to say? Well, I wanted to hear what they think about it, but what are you going to tell us? All I was going to tell you is that Haley's getting a facial with Jillian with a G. Jillian with a G. And also, if you want to watch this, it will be on Instagram and YouTube. And I assure you, you you're going to watch it. Where are you? I am at my house. We're actually, well, my rental home, we sold our home last year and with COVID, the market's just been crazy. So we are renting and I had to kind of like make shift to make it look kind of cute. I wanted to go to my studio, but the reception there is horrible. So mm-hmm. I've got my desk, like kind of like angled in a weird corner in this room. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that yeah. looks kind of cute behind me. It no, looks it looks so cute. cute. I know yeah, we were obsessed with the hats and the cactuses and everything. It looks yeah, amazing. It's a big guy. He's like huge. I love yeah. him. Does he have yeah. a name? KC. We actually bought him. He was like, <laughs> that's funny. Oh my God. But K, like the letter B. K and C, because yeah. he was City. my 
Uh huh. I got him from a really big plant store in Kansas City, and it was my first like uh-huh. big cactus. And uh, so we were like, we'll name him KC. That's funny. Got- <laughs> That's so funny. And here you are talking to KC. It's really funny. Yeah. I- yeah, I used to write KC like when I was a kid and I would buy the Kansas City baseball hats just because it said KC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> so funny. But it, I feel like when you buy your first big cactus, you need to give him a name. Oh, totally. So yeah. I like, obviously I like his name or maybe yeah. it's a her. I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think he's a he. Yeah, okay. he, okay. yeah, he looks yeah. like a he. I'm like, we name yeah. everything pretty much. It we do name what everything. it is. Yeah, like what? Bruno Picasso? Is that what we decided? Bruno, Are you decided? Bruno, Bruno Picasso. Picasso. Okay, I love we, it. Do you like it? <laughs> yeah. Instagram named him. If I you guys love it. Don't know what we're talking about. It's my peacock picture that I bought at Target and like fell in love with and thought that he named. He so never funny. knew he'd be famous outside of Target. <laughs> he didn't know, but now he's famous and he's going to have his own story soon. <laughs> Love it. Love it. It's so fun. Well, we're so excited that you're here, Alex. Thank you for having me. I welcome. Think, yeah, thank you for being here. I feel like this has been a long time coming. I think you are positioning yourself as the crystal queen. I no pressure. I'm, right? <laughs> no okay, pressure. I'm, position, I'm positioning you as the crystal queen and I'll be your crystal helping it. you with whatever. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, the past year, there's been this like surge of interest in the aesthetics community when yes. it comes to energy, when it comes to crystals, gua sha mm-hmm. and kind of going towards a more holistic approach to skincare. And it's funny because I feel like I've ha- personally had a shift in my personal life and professional life that I'm going that way as well. And then I love that you came on the scene just a little over a year ago <laughs> and yeah. you've been incorporating all of that into your services. So before we get into that, can you introduce yourself and can you tell us how long you've been an esthetician and kind of like how you got into this industry? Yeah, yeah. So I'm Alex Sands. I own SkinCraft, Instagram SkinCraft417. That's just our area code here. So it was handy, you know, SkinCraft was taken. So that's what I had to use. But I am actually a pretty new esthetician. I you know, time flies by as you get older. And I never understood that until I started getting older. So I'm pretty sure I graduated in 2017. I landed my first job in a med spa. That was my goal. Like I did not anticipate going out on my own ever. I like, honestly, girls in school who wanted to do that. I'm like, that sounds like career suicide. Like, why would you ever do that? But the universe just had different plans for me. And so I looked into the idea of opening up my own business and I did not anticipate what the future was holding for me once I did that. I've always been interested in crystals, I shouldn't say always, but for a while, definitely before it kind of like boomed, which is crazy that it has. And I love that it has. But yeah, it's something that I didn't ever anticipate incorporating in with my career. It just kind of happened, I want to say naturally, but also like, I feel like it was planned because I was thinking back last night on like my time in aesthetic school, even though I knew I wanted to work in a med spa, I was like talking about crystals to all the other estheticians Mm -hmm. and like, then they were going and buying crystals. And I think I even did a, I was, I think I was under on my like, brow clients I had to see before I graduated or something. And so my teacher was like, why don't you just like do a PowerPoint on something and we can like cut even. And I did a PowerPoint on like chakras and crystals and their correlation to this industry. Like, and I just chuckled when I remembered that last night. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, like the universe was literally like tapping me on the shoulder, but I was like, I was so focused in this like (laughs) tunnel vision that I didn't even notice it. So it's funny how it all kind of aligns and works itself out. That's so cool. It's so cool. And it's so funny that you're talking about the tunnel vision because I feel like so many of us have that. Like we have all these like ideas and all these plans that we've like made for ourselves. Meanwhile, like life is kind of like still happening. happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is. And it's funny too, because while, you know, I 
some might think it's like detours. I look at everything as like a stepping stone to stepping stone to prepare me for where I am now. Like, mm. you know, I was a waitress for so many years, but that taught me how to like kind of run my own business, like build a clientele. I had regular people that wanted to work at a fine dining restaurant. I, you know, managed a boutique. And so there were just lots of different things that prepared me for where I am now. And so while it might've taken me longer to get where I am, it's all like part of the process. Absolutely. That's so great. I feel like we all have similar stories, right? It's like our little building blocks to where we are now. So I have a question. How were you actually introduced to crystals? So I actually have to give credit to one of my really good friends. I met her when I was managing the boutique that we both worked at. She was a new employee and she was very like new age and like into like all the things that you could like put underneath that category. And crystals was one of them. And she would always have like crystal like rings on or like carry crystals in her bra or whatever. And (laughs) I would be like, what are you doing? And so that kind of like, she just cracked open that, I don't know, area of stuff. And then once we started talking about it, I just was like enthralled and it just kind of like, I don't know, spiraled out after that. So yeah. that's, that's really where it originated. That's awesome. That's did so you, cool. Yeah. Did you ever have any interest, like even like younger, like when you were a kid? Because I have to say for myself, I remember like buying crystals, picking up shells and anything like shiny from like a very young age and like being drawn to just like nature and being outside. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, Like when you get to a certain point in your life, you do reflect back and you're like, oh, wow, those things have always kind of been there. Like, Mm. I remember, do you remember the rock tumblers where you, did you ever have one of those? I have one still at my house. That's (laughs) so funny. So yeah, like you could put a piece of gravel in it and then out comes like a polished stone in a couple hours. I remember a friend of mine having that and I was obsessed and just how cool (laughs) it was. So yeah. And then like, watching, you know, just like movies where like women are using their power or whatever. I remember thinking that was so cool and I wanted to be just like them. So, yeah. Right. So going back to what, you know, what you were saying in the beginning that, you know, you could look at some of those things in your life as like detours, but if you really look at it, it's all things to point you to where you're sitting now. And then you feel like that makes you look around and go, okay, well, what now, what else is the universe pointing? Like, which way is it pointing me to, to go? Oh, totally. Totally. And so, yeah, like being on the other side, you can have that kind of like 2020 perspective and being like, okay, what is this prepping me for? What's coming Mm, next? And then you can kind of pick up on the signs and maybe they're not so subtle. Maybe Mm -hmm. they're more intentional and you're like, oh, okay. I recognize what this is trying to say to me and I'm going to go this way versus trying to like pause. I'm going to learn this and then get to the next step. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I do have... I do have to say though, I feel like for me at least, like sometimes I'm like, ooh, I feel something like coming. Like I actually felt something coming the other day and I was like excited and it was going to be all of this stuff. And then it happened, but I kind of yeah. wanted to like cry because it wasn't like <laughs> as positive as I thought, but it's kind of, yeah. it can feel like a bumpy road. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you don't appreciate that bumpiness until you get to the other side. You're like, oh my God, that was horrible. (laughs) I want like, okay. For instance, whenever I was transitioning from med spa to starting my business. So I didn't have any guidance around me. I didn't know anyone in my circle who had done what I was going to do. Like completely starting from scratch. Everyone I knew, they went and worked for another business. So I really had to just kind of like dig in the dirt and figure it out on my own. So Mm. I was meeting with accountants and banks and trying to figure out how I was going to get the funding because I'm not rich. I needed a little bit of money to get going. And, you know, for about a good three months, I was like drinking three Moscow mules a night because I was like, (laughs) this is not happening. But meanwhile, (laughs) I knew I had to do it. So there was, there was that fire within me, but I mean, I was not manifesting quick results. It was really horrible. Lots of tears, lots of vodka, (laughs) which I don't (laughs) have to admit, but I mean, that was my coping mechanism because things were not materializing in a time that I wanted them to. And isn't that life, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Make this like timeline, like I'm going to have a business in two months and then it takes much longer. But I think also if you look back at the grand scheme of things, it probably actually didn't take you that long. 
oh my gosh, no. I'm like, holy cow. And then even looking at last year, like starting a business in COVID, like at the very beginning, I was open for two weeks before I had to shut down. And that was when I first met you as you were doing coaching calls. And I just remember thinking to myself, holy shit. Like I just spent all this time trying to start a business and I started it and now I have to stop it. Right. But my, I'm very intuitive and very connected to my gut. And so I knew that I didn't get to that point for nothing. So I didn't freak Mm -hmm. out. I had assurance. I knew that I was going to be okay, but still it was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like Mm. what is going on? Yeah. I think it's like, sometimes you need to take a second, breathe and like, let like see what it's going to roll out for you instead of starting to panic immediately. Cause if you start panicking immediately (laughs) and then making rash decisions, things can go south real quick. So bad. And I mean, it turned out to be, I mean, probably the best year of my life. And I say that, you know, with, you know, sensitivity that a lot of people had, you know, bad years last year, but when I look at my year and, you know, what the world stacked against me and what I was able to achieve, I'm just like, I'm just so grateful. And it, it still blows my mind. It's crazy. Isn't it crazy? And yeah, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us are starting to feel like that. Like I can say for myself that last year was probably one of the most difficult years in my life, but it was also one of the most rewarding. And I think yeah. it's all your perspective and how you look at things, you know? Totally. A hundred percent. Okay. So you've been in business now just a little over what a year and a half now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've like this time last year is when I reopened back right. up. Right. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 And it was and- crazy. It was like the floodgates opened, you know, everyone was itching to get out. I had been building all this hype on Instagram during the shutdown. Right. So like people were ready and I was yeah. ready. I'm like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and then and then everything just turned on. And now yeah. you're you're booked out. You're closing your books. You can't keep you can't keep put people away. Oh my gosh. It's wild. And I feel I feel horrible because I didn't anticipate this. And you know, it's, I feel like once I started getting all this attention, it was already too late for like the people that were like finding out about me. I'm like, I'm so sorry, (laughs) but I'm like booked until like end of July now. And there's just no way. Yeah. And with a laundry list of like people that are waiting. So I'm like, I, I have empathy and sympathy, Mm -hmm. but also I'm one person. So, and you, at the end of the day, you are one person. You can't feel bad that you are running a successful business, you know, (laughs) right? pat yourself (laughs) on the back and then go, okay, okay. What's next? How can I maneuver and manage these new challenges? Right. Yeah. I think it's incredible. And you were resilient through COVID and you made this work for yourself. Yeah. 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 It was I don't want to make it seem like it was easy. It wasn't a breeze. It was hard, but it did, it did flow nonetheless. And again, that's perspective too. You decided you chose to look at it as a flow, even though there was a lot of vodka and Moscow meals along the way. (laughs) Something was flowing. That's for sure. Something was flowing. (laughs) Okay. Let's get in to the nitty gritty of crystals. I feel like... So many people have so many questions. I have a list of questions here from Instagram. Okay. I feel like let's take it from the top. Like, okay. how, you know, people are saying, how do you get into crystals? Like, they're not even sure where to start. And I would mm-hmm. say for me, I would always just say, just start. I feel like for a long yeah. time, I, I waited because I felt confused, intimidated. I didn't know what I was doing. But then I once I started, you start to figure things out, but can you, can you expand on all of this? Yeah. So I would say it's not the answer everyone wants, but you do just have to start. It's not, it Mm. seems very intimidating. And I think we let ourselves get intimidated by comparing what other people are doing to where we are. So I don't know everything about crystals. If I did, I wouldn't be doing this. I'd probably be a geologist. Like, let's just be real. (laughs) Like even the necklace I have on, which if you're watching, you can see it. If you're not, I'm wearing a crystal necklace. I, however, didn't know what it was and what the properties were. But when I put it on, it felt good. And I'm like, okay, I want to wear this. So I went to, you know, handy dandy Google, Pinterest, looked it up. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this is blue chalcedony. And it helps with like calming nerves and clear communication. And I'm like, 
ah, beautiful. That's what I need for today. Yeah. So yeah, like the way that I got started was very simply, you know, we all want to have like something to back up what we're doing and to confirm, you know, things. But I really feel like with crystals, if you're wanting to use them the way that I feel like they're meant to be used, you have to go in blindly. So, you know, I... I thought of a, an interesting analogy that might help people. Okay. So if you think of like when you're on a dating app, which I've never been on a dating app that's past my time. But oh, I have. So <laughs> talk, talk to me, girl. I would assume when you're on a dating app though, or even like clothes. And I talk about this in the blog I wrote for the podcast or for the website, you know, you are intrigued by what draws you in with your eye. So if you're on Mm -hmm. a dating app, you know, you're swiping through and you're like, no, not that guy. No, not this guy. Ooh, yes, this guy. So then what do you do next? You click on his profile, probably you're going to read his bio. And then you're like, Ooh, everything he's into sounds like it would complement what I'm into. Mm -hmm. Okay. So just from that standpoint, you've already made an energetic connection. You're intrigued, you're attracted. Same rule applies to crystals. Love this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so like, while you might be wanting to like know how to like cure your anxiety, okay, go to a crystal store. If you don't have a crystal store, go to Etsy or somewhere online, or just like scroll crystals on Pinterest. Pinterest is honestly great because they have tons of charts, they have tons of infographics. It's beautiful. So, scroll, 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 or shop, pick things up feel it. How do you feel? If you're not a feeler, does it appeal to you by looking at it? Mm. Don't even look it up. Maybe write down what the name of it is, go home and then look up what the crystal is. And then you might find when you look it up that its properties are everything that you're needing. And so that's kind of how I learned a lot about what I do with crystals is just going in blindly, picking what I felt like I wanted, and then going and researching, writing it down. If it connected with me or was a confirmation, then that kind of stuck because I was like, wow, I let my intuition lead the process. So I, there were just multiple different modalities in which I could confirm what I was seeking. I love that so much. And I think that's such a perfect analogy on how to use crystals because (laughs) you're choosing with, I mean, at least for me, like you're choosing with your gut, you're going, Ooh, that looks good. Let me get some information on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other way around, which doesn't make sense to me or how could it work? You go, Oh, I want, I mean, I guess you could go into a crystal store and I want, I want something that's gonna, like you said, help me calm my nerves. And then you could go pick out that crystal, but I think you need with your intuition and maybe like, that doesn't mean you're always picking like the prettiest crystal or maybe like, okay. For example, I went, wanted a new crystal for the office. And I was like, I want like a black or like a black tourmaline or smoky quartz. But I walked out with a totally different crystal because those ones weren't speaking yeah, you to didn't me. Need them. And not at that time. I didn't need them. <laughs> Not at that time. And then I have this other one sitting, it's sitting right here. I'm like, ooh, yay. And I'm like, this one was just talking to me. So now it's sitting on my desk. That's Celestite. Um, yes. Celestite, which yeah. Which is Celestite. Yeah. And when I looked it up, which I can't even remember the exact definition, but that's the thing. It's like, I'll just look it up after. Yeah. And it confirms that, oh yeah, I do need some help in this area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that one is like for clear communication with like higher levels, like so yes. the clear intuition. Like I think they say Celeste is good for like putting in a baby's room too, because it's very calming, protective. Mm-hmm. But again, yeah, like you said, you go in and you know, you just feel what you want. And that yeah. to me, you know. Before, not to say that there weren't resources available when I got started getting into crystals, but Mm -hmm. I feel like they're more readily available now. So I didn't have, you know, the luxury of like popping on TikTok and seeing everyone talking about Malachite and now, or not Malachite, Moldavite. And now it's sold out everywhere. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, people. So yeah, I had to do it like the old school way, self-study, Google. I mean, Google's amazing. (laughs) Yes, we love (laughs) Google. There's lots out there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Google is your friend. And then, okay. Yeah. So that's maybe how you can pick out a crystal for yourself, but then I think we can take it a step further. And how do you pick out crystals for your clients? I feel mm-hmm. like you could kind of do the same thing. I know for me personally, again, like yeah. that's, that's kind of what I do. Like I was doing it for my client the other day. I put a, grabbed a piece of, piece of amethyst, put it on her third eye chakra yeah. and, you know, it was help, you know, it confirmed what I wanted it to do for her after I looked yes. at it. Yes. Yes. So I'm so glad you asked this because 
I have a little like crystal hack that I feel like is super (laughs) user friendly, beginner friendly. And it's something that I had to kind of play around with to confirm that I was spot on. So a lot of times, you know, we want to have like a set or like a guide to tell us how to use the crystals in the treatment room. But a lot of what I do is 100% intuitively based, which I understand not everyone's intuitive, like super intuitive. Mm -hmm. But what I found with practicing your intuition is you kind of have to do like a risk and reward type of thing. Mm -hmm. So you want to not judge what's coming up. Mm -hmm. And then if you get confirmation by sharing what comes up, then that's your reward. You're like, oh yeah, I trusted that. Mm -hmm. So same goes with crystals. So for instance, in the treatment room, I might be, you know, wanting to put some crystals on a client and I'm noticing that I'm picking up like tons of green crystals that have like green hues. And so I'm like, okay, green. If we're looking at the chakras, they're all have, they have a color association. So this is my hack. Okay. The chakras and then crystals. If we're using it from a super simple standpoint, picking tons of green crystals, then that to me signifies, okay, green is associated with the heart chakra. Mm. And I'm like, okay, interesting. I wonder what's going on with this client. Meanwhile, I'm not necessarily communicating this to them, but that's kind of like my little secret language. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I might, that might open up the door for like a deeper conversation, you know? So what's going on? Like, how's everything going? Have you had anything come up or, you know, somehow I can introduce that into the conversation. Mm -hmm. And then I might have that confirmation of like, wow, I was picking green because that's what she needed. Cause maybe she just went through a breakup or something like that. So I feel like that's a really good, easy hack. It's just kind of like, even if you don't know what the crystals are for, maybe just working with the chakras. So if your client came in and she's so stressed and she's just kind of like talking a mile a minute, needs to be just relaxed. (laughs) You would want to use maybe orange crystals because that is associated with the root chakra, or I'm sorry, red, orange is sacral. So red crystals or like earthy tones, brown, black even is good. So like Mm. more earthy type tones are going to be grounding and bring them down to earth, calm them down. So you can kind of maneuver it that way. If you want to do it super simply. Um, Tell me what you think about this. I always say like, there's no wrong way to use crystals and there's no, like, I don't see that there could really be any like negative effect. No, no. I mean, I, Some people might disagree. I definitely don't think there's harm. I mean, I know there's a lot of people now who are probably using crystals that feel like they have no idea what they're doing. And then someone might say, oh, that's dangerous. I mean, (laughs) guys, (laughs) while they might seem super powerful, it's really the intention, just like with anything else. So, I mean, you're not going to like throw someone's energy off completely if you put the wrong crystal on them. It's not going to lead them you know, astray. It's not going to mess them up. It will, if your intention is to support them, no matter what you put on them, it will support them. That's great. So you shouldn't be afraid of like messing it up or hurting them or hurting yourself or doing something. No, I mean, unless you're like throwing the crystal, (laughs) then that might get a little hairy, but no, yeah, it's, it's very, yeah, it's easy. You don't, it's so overthought and it doesn't have to be that way. Yes. Like, like simplify everything that you've ever thought about crystals. And like Alex said, like you just kind of have to dive in and start trying. You do. And yeah, once you have that risk and reward, even with yourself, if you don't Mm -hmm. start in the treatment room, you know, go in blindly, pick a couple crystals. Don't, you know, you might even, they will probably have the name attached to them, but don't look up their properties until you get home. Mm. Pick the ones, then you go home and you're like, oh my gosh, I have been having like super bad headaches. And this head, this crystal is supposed to help with headaches. Right. Then that's your reward. You've confirmed that you picked the right thing for yourself. And you're going to continue to trust that when using it, whether it's at home, in the treatment room, on dogs, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll, it'll help, right? I <laughs> think it'll dog. help you to learn yeah. better, right? It does. Yeah. Learn. Technique. Yeah. Cause yes. you want to be rewarded. You know, it's like, you think of when you're a kid and it's like, I got a star on my essay today. Yeah. Like you give yourself the star. Yeah. Yeah. And I I feel like that reward is extra special when you're testing it out on clients. It's amazing. Yeah. When you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just picked all these stones. And then I 
you know, thought, wow, something's going on with her heart chakra. And then she just spilled all this out to me. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, I trust that now I can do that again and feel confident that I'm doing it the right way. So yes. it just takes practice, repetition, trusting yourself. We love to judge what comes up and how it's showing up, but you just can't. When you're doing this, you have to just trust. Yeah, I love that. My name is Haley Kerfis. We're live in the field today at Glow Skincare headquarters. Let's take a look at what's going on inside. Jillian with the G is here at Glow Skincare headquarters, and she's about to slap us around with some seaweed. Let's get into it. Jillian and I have a few questions. How much of my clothes should I take off? Naked. Naked. Okay. Face up, face down. Face down, naked, under the sheets. I can do that. We're reporting live. How does it feel, Haley? Feels really good. I know. Yeah, your neck and shoulders are really, really, really tight. Thank you. Just from being a badass boss. You are a badass boss. We're still in the field, but we're lying down. And we're gonna get some seaweed slapped around the face. <laughs> Are you ready to go deep sea diving? Oh, I'm already there. Excellent, let's make it happen. Let's do it. I'm slowly gonna transform you into a mermaid. I'm looking forward to it. How does it feel? It feels like I'm transforming into a mermaid. It smells like mermaids. And maybe sushi? Jillian with a G, I have a question for you. Yes. Why do you love giving this treatment? So I love this treatment for many reasons. I think it's so great for antioxidants. It's so filled with nutrients and it just makes your skin feel amazing. But also, I grew up in Ireland and it just, it's like a little piece of home. So I love to share it with my clients. Solancha. Solancha! Will the seaweed be released back into the ocean when you're done using it? Yes, we will throw it back into the ocean. That's reassuring to hear, thank you. I'm still in the field, but I am ready for a nap. That facial was unbelievable, and I love the cupping, and it's time to be Haley not in the field, so good day, everyone. It's time for us to take a quick commercial break. Have you met my favorite steamer? I have never put much thought into steamers in the past. As long as I could add water and steam came out, I thought I was happy. Until I got busy in the treatment room and realized I was steaming myself and the rest of the room more than my clients. Yikes. (laughs) True story. From then on, I was on the hunt for something that was durable, easy to use, and flexible. Flexible is really the key word here, you guys. That's when I found the Katana Steamer from Skin Act. It's my favorite. You know, I talk about it all the time. It features a 30-minute timer, an aromatherapy basket, a flexible and accordion head you can easily direct steam. Thanks to Haley for the word accordion. Boom. And it also has an ozone option so you can turn it on or off. Plus, they give you a one-year warranty, which, I mean, that's amazing. All you need to do is go to spaandequipment.com and use code Casey, K-A-S-E-Y, for a discount at checkout. Again, you're going to go to spaandequipment.com and you're going to use code K-A-S-E-Y at checkout for 5% off your order. Estheticians, we're like all in our feels, we're all in our head, mm-hmm. and like in so many aspects were that's so great to be an esthetician like I feel like we need to be in our feels but then like you were saying we're so quick to like judge ourselves it's like well oh I don't remember what that ingredient is or I don't remember what that stone is can you give us like some simple ways to kind of like tap into our own intuition because not only are you an esthetician but you're also I always say this wrong is it reiki or reiki master reiki master reiki master 
Yeah. Yeah. And you have an emo- and emotion code. Tell tell us all your things. Yeah, I'm like, I want to know what all this means. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm an overachiever. No, uh-huh, I just, I like a lot of things and I, I love energy healing because it changed my life it, in so many ways, but that's probably for another episode. But yeah, I am a Reiki master, which means I've gone through level one, level two, level three, and then four is master. And then you can do master practitioner and teacher. I have wow. both. I'm not teaching yet, but in the future, probably. And then emotion code practitioner, which is another form of energy healing, but it is, it's a little more like surface level as far as like mm-hmm. you get to see real results. It's not so much like I'm moving energy around or whatever. Uh-huh. So it's more practical for people. So I find that it's a little user-friendly for people who are a little skeptical. And then I've taken two different courses from Gem Aesthetics Academy, the Frequency Aesthetics, which is a very energetic-based practice for estheticians. And then I did her Advanced Holistic Facial Techniques, which she kind of like touches on a little bit of everything, just like plants, little baby seeds. And then you can kind of like grow from Expand. there. Expand. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, so it's like on top of just being an esthetician, you have all these other things. So I, and, but I feel like they all connected. They do. They do. And it's, it's created this really interesting niche for me that I didn't ever expect, but it's been really cool because, you know, a lot of my clients, while (laughs) it's a long day for me, will schedule a motion code Reiki and a facial. And so, you know, they're spending like three and a half hours with me. Yeah, at least. And they're getting like a full, like mind, body, soul makeover. By the time they walk out, they're just like <laughs> literally a different human just floating off into the world. So it it's nice. Cool. It's nice. Sounds amazing. <laughs> Could you actually walk us through what an appointment like that would look like? I'm just so curious to hear how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. So with emotion code, it was actually developed by a chiropractor and it kind of happened very, I want to say like organically, but also kind of like randomly I think he wasn't very much into like energy healing and I want to say it kind of fell into his lap from a, a brother of his who was kind of messing around with some stuff anyways so he found that by tapping into the subconscious mind you can identify trapped emotions and then release them from the body and these emotions can be causing physical imbalances emotional imbalances energetic imbalances pretty much anything so if a client comes in and they're doing an emotion code session usually i'll have a consult we'll chat about kind of what's going on what they want to look at we can look at physical pain we can look at maybe a trauma from their life that they feel like is still like kind of weighing on their life currently, mm-hmm. pretty much anything. So after the consult, we'll sit down, we'll go through the process of emotion code, which is just going through a chart that has a bunch of different emotions on it. We'll identify the emotion. We'll do any digging as far as any additional information we might need about the emotion, whether it is theirs, if they absorbed it, inherited it. I mean, there's so many things that we can look at. So it's very detailed, but, and then we go through the process of releasing the emotion. And it all sounds semi-complicated, but the process is actually super easy. So an emotion code session is like anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes, Mm -hmm. pretty quick in and out. We're talking the whole time. They're awake. It's not invasive. It can be as private or as like conversational as they want. And I'll always start there because I like to get rid of things that is not serving them and then bring them back into balance with facial and Reiki to end their Mm. entire session. So we'd start with emotion code, then we do a facial. And then while they're already relaxed and grounded from the facial, then we're going to introduce the Reiki to kind of seal up the entire treatment. So the emotion code is more to like release. And then the Reiki is to like... Balance the body. I always tell people that pairing them together is super complimentary because emotion code is kind of like an energetic surgery. We're going in, we're releasing emotions that are no longer serving you and are causing imbalances in your body. So a surgery, you know, if you were to get a real surgery, they're going to go in, they're probably going to cut something out. Your doctor's going to say like, take it easy, drink some water, yada, Mm -hmm. yada. So then by pairing Reiki with emotion code, you're basically getting that care that you would need not necessarily need, but that your energetic body is probably seeking immediately after. So we're realigning the chakras. We're getting rid of any extra blocks that are causing imbalances in the chakras and just making you feel super relaxed. It kind of feels like a very deep meditative nap state. 
And you're not lovely. It does. And (laughs) And you're not actually touching the client, correct? Not with a motion code. With Reiki, it can be either a gentle lay of hands on um, in various parts of the body, or it can be hands above. It does not have to be hands on though. The energy, once you have connected with it, it'll travel where it needs to go, no matter if you're in direct contact or above, Mm -hmm. or even like a few feet away from them, it still will penetrate their body. That's so cool. So if someone's listening, who's interested in getting more education on these things, where would you recommend that they go next? So emotion code is actually fairly easy. I did my training. I shouldn't say easy, but accessible. I did my training online. You go to discoverhealing.com and that is their business that they hold emotion code training through. And then they've also got body code, which is another level of energy healing certification through them. But you would just sign up for the certification. It They give you, I believe it was six months to finish the modules. You have to do a certain amount of practicals to where you're treating people. You have a supervisor who will check your sessions, make sure you're doing it correctly. You have to pass a test. So and you can do it all remotely, but there's lots of things you have to do to attain mm-hmm. your certification. So With Reiki, go ahead. Oh no, say so Google it or go to that website. Yeah, discoverhealing.com. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they have tons of information on there. Amazing. Yeah. So that's for emotion code. Reiki, mm-hmm. there are, since it's become more popular or more mainstream, I've noticed there are practitioners, Reiki practitioners who are offering remote certifications and attunements. And attunement is where they basically like bless you and the energy, the Reiki energy into your body. It's like a ceremony type of thing. And I've seen this popping up as far as like a remote certification. While energy can travel, you know, their time and space is not an issue. I feel like you gain more by doing it in person. So I would say if you don't know of anyone locally, there are people online. I don't know anyone off the top of my head, but you know, just maybe put a little post out on Facebook. Does anyone know of like a Reiki practitioner who offers classes? Because that I feel like you're going to get the most bang for your buck and you're going to really get some hands on practice and feel for what you're going to be doing because moving people's energy around while everyone can do it, not everyone should. Yeah. And I feel like having someone in person show you how to do it and talk to you through it in real time is, is really necessary in the process of getting certified. Okay. I love that. I mean, I, I feel like you kind of have to do some of that stuff in person, right? It's just like, and maybe it's just a personal preference. I mean, maybe some Mm -hmm. people are like, okay, yeah, like let's do it remotely. And I think maybe that gain in popularity because of the restrictions from last year and not being able to be in groups. So hundred percent, if that's what someone feels comfortable doing, not to say it will not work because it absolutely will, but Yeah. Like you said, I think some things are just better done in person. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. it's just more powerful if you're going to learn something like that in person, right? You're going to get all the skills that you need because that's like a whole other thing. Okay. So speaking of energy, I had someone message me and she said that she feels like everyone energy sticks to me by the end of the day. I'm so worn out. Any suggestions? And I feel like this is so (laughs) huge in this industry. (laughs) Yeah. I I have a crazy story. When I was in esthetician school, I was like 18. I definitely was not up on my energy game at that point, but I've always definitely been intuitive and in touch and empathetic and sympathetic, all those things. And so I'm giving, it was like one of the first times I was like giving someone you know, when you're in esthetician school and you have like, quote unquote, clients come in, it's like someone off the street mm-hmm. and I'm giving this client a facial and I physically like got sick. Like I was physically ill because I hadn't wow. grounded myself. And I realized when she left, she was a cancer patient. Like she had lost her hair. She oh my gosh. Emo. And I was like, I think I just like absorbed all of her energy. So once I realized that from then on, I was like, I have to find ways to take care of myself and protect my energy and ground myself yeah. so that I'm not absorbing everyone's everything. Cause it will, it can make you physically and menti- mentally ill. Oh, a hundred percent. And 
you know, and especially in this industry, because it's such a vulnerable thing. We're using our hands. And I know you've talked about this in a podcast before about like, you have to like, even if you wash your hands, you're literally washing away that energetic connection. Yeah. And for the longest time, when I would give facials or when I started doing Reiki more, I had lost the sensitivity in my hands to feel for Mm -hmm. shifts in clients when Mm -hmm. I'm doing Reiki, because Mm -hmm. my hands are in such high contact. And so my practitioner was like, you're going to have to work on like, removing that like block that you've consciously or subconsciously built for yourself to protect yourself. But stemming off of that, as far as estheticians, it's so, yeah, so important to protect your energy. If we want to connect it to what we've been talking about crystals, black tourmaline, I tell everyone get a black tourmaline, like crystal, put it in your pocket, get a little necklace. Like you can get like There's little like wire wraps you can get. I mean, anything. It doesn't even have to be big, small, whatever. But a black tourmaline crystal is very, very, very protective. So carrying that on you, doing grounding, you know, even if that's turning on a quick like grounding meditation, go on to, you know, the Calm app or something, type in grounding meditation, doing that in between clients. Can we expand on the grounding? Because I feel like some people might not even know what that is. I would say for me... You know, I love that you were posting right before that we were recording that you were literally putting your feet in the grass. So that's grounding. I also think like if you could find like a favorite, like essential oil that can ground you, I think literally, like literally and figuratively, like I like to plant my feet firmly on the ground when I'm doing a facial. And again, like you were mentioning, like I make sure of course you're washing your hands in between clients, but I'm also yeah. cleansing that energy off me onto the next. Intentionally. Just, intentionally, right. And yes. even mm-hmm. the same thing, like at the end of the day, if I've had a full day client, I always go home and like shower off the day. Even if I'm not yes. doing like a full shower and washing my hair, yes. like I will get in the shower to rinse the day away and rinse. Not that anyone's energy was negative or positive. It's just right. like, I have to protect myself. Yeah, you don't want extra stuff that's not yours. I mean- where people come in and they're very vulnerable and we have to be there for them to support them in some way, shape or form. And so even if it's not intentional that we're, you know, picking up their stuff, it still Mm -hmm. sticks to you. Just like when you walk into a room and you're like, Ooh, someone just like got into a fight. Like you can feel that (laughs) yeah. because like it's that energy is up in the air. And if you don't like walk outside or maybe like take, you know, a little lap, you might just hold on to that. Right. So yeah, I feel like grounding is important. You can do that various different ways. Like you said, you know, putting your feet on the earth, putting your feet planted firmly in your treatment room. Sometimes in between sessions, if I have a few minutes and it's nice outside, I'll just like go walk outside and do a couple yeah. laps around the parking lot, getting mm-hmm. some sun, some fresh air. I feel like that just helps rejuvenate, ground me, maybe lighting some Palo Santo, or like you said, an essential oil, putting that in a diffuser. If you've got one or putting some on your wrist. I also like to envision like releasing energetic cords from my body, Mm. which is a huge thing. Cord cutting. Visualizing the visualization. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, You can, you know, if you Google cord cutting, it's really important because we, we, without intention, will you know, have cords attached to people that we attract throughout the day. So before I go to bed every single night, I will, you know, just ask universe, God, or whatever to release any energetic cords I've had latch onto me throughout the day. And then I envision like cutting them across my body so that they're, they're being released. And you can do that in between sessions. It's super easy. And if you're not visual, just say it, you know, I'm releasing any energetic (laughs) cords from my body and I'm cutting the cords now. Love that. Simply stating it is enough. It doesn't have to be a huge ritualistic thing. Totally. It doesn't have to be this huge process. And I think just like we were talking about with crystals, I think so much, so many of us overthink it. It's the same thing with being grounded, with taking on people's energy. It's just being aware and then it's being right. And then it really (laughs) is. So when you walk into the day for your facials, you go, I'm going to see 10 people today. I'm aware they're going to bring their own energy and I'm aware of my energy and like I'm setting the intention that I'm going to protect myself, but also care for the, but I'm also going to care for these people that are coming in to see me because that's what we do, right? We're taking care of these people. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And 
Yeah. Like awareness is everything. We walk throughout the day all the time, not being really aware of things or like breathing. Like I will catch myself (laughs) at the end of the day. And I'm like, did I, I was shallow breathing all day. It's no wonder why I'm so tired or I have a headache because I haven't taken a deep breath all day. Mm -hmm. Right. And even just doing that a few deep breaths in like belly breaths, filling it up like a balloon and letting all, letting it all out, whether it's the nose or the mouth, like that can be cleansing enough and grounding enough that if that's all you've got time for, do that. And right. Just that awareness and intention is key. It's so key. And I think, you know, just like I've talked about before, you know, it's important to take breaks and drink water. And yes, this is Uh, just as important to be mm -hmm. aware, to set those intentions. Like you're saying, make sure you're breathing, not that like shallow, (laughs) like (gasps) breath, like breathe, you know, because if not, you are going to kill yourself. You're not going to be happy in the treatment room and you're not going to be giving that positive energy to your clients. And whether your clients know it or not, they're going to feel something and eventually they might not come back. Because I know 100%. for me, when I've been in a bad place in my life personally, the clients are not happy either, you know? <laughs> no, I mean, you attract what you are putting out. The, the signals you're sending out yeah. is what you're going to get. And every so often you might get something that you're like, I'm definitely not putting that out. <laughs> and I like to look at that as kind of like a test to make sure that yes. you're paying attention. Because yeah, sometimes things will come to make sure you're in your worth, you're setting boundaries and all that stuff. And then I'm like, why the heck did I get this? Like, so spot on. Alex, you're like, is this so spot on? You're like, is this me or someone else? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which get out so, of here. For instance, I had a very loyal client of mine. She referred someone to me. This was when I was accepting new clients. She came in and, you know, she's filling out my intake form, which she didn't fill out before she came in, which annoyed me because it's a requirement. One red flag already. (laughs) One red flag. I'm like, cool. Thanks. And then she's sitting there filling it out. And since I do do a lot of energy work and I use crystals, I put on my intake form. Are you comfortable with this? Are you open? Have you ever received it? Just so I know who is what I can do with it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to respect their boundaries also. For sure. She marked no on all of it. And so I, you know, just ask her during the consult, you know, is there a reason? Is there something that, you know, just so I could get a feel. And she's like, I don't believe in any of that stuff. So I don't want anything. And I just had to think to myself, I'm like, why are you here? Like (laughs) you can know who I am. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, obviously I'm happy to give you a facial, but like you could be going to, you know, 50 other places in my town to get a facial where they don't use crystals or energy healing at all. And probably be just as good. I don't know, but I'm like, (laughs) why are you here? (laughs) So, which she didn't come back, not because I don't think I did a good job, but I think she also knew that it probably wasn't in alignment for her. Yeah. And maybe my client didn't tell her all of that stuff. And so, right. (laughs) It was a learning lesson, I think, for probably both of us, for her to maybe look into who she was going to see and then me being like, okay, this isn't an alignment for me because now I'm going to have to cater my entire treatment to someone who doesn't like what I do. Yeah, that's silly. That right? makes sense. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. totally, totally out of alignment. <laughs> yeah. And next time, maybe you'll pick up on those, you know, what I call it, red flags. You know, it's yeah. like you, you let a couple slide by. Haley and I had an experience yesterday with Ugh, that. And annoying. it's like second time there's a red flag, then it's like you're done. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. You, yeah. You move on to the next thing. And that's not against the client. It's not against you. No. It's just like you're just not a good fit. And that's okay. Yeah. On top of that is also like, don't beat yourself up. If you missed a red flag or there's three instead of two or whatever, it's like, (laughs) just learn from it each time, you know? Yes. Yeah. 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 Everything's a learning lesson, right? And I I think Mm -hmm. everything will get it that way instead of like beating yourself up or did I do a bad job because she didn't come back? Like, don't overthink it that much. Just, just move on and focus on the people who are on the same path as you or similar path. Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. And for each person that isn't in alignment for you, 10 more that are, are going to come to your door. So you just can't let those things get to you. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, I believe that so deeply. Okay. I've got a couple more questions for you. I'm getting a lot of questions going back to the crystals. You know, people are very concerned on how to like clean and cleanse them and how to care for them. Yeah. Uh, can you give us a couple simple tips? Cause again, I think it's something like we're overthinking and it's like, totally. you don't want to be killing yourself. Like I have to clean my crystals today. It's like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it should be a pleasant ritual. 
Yeah. Mm. I mean, it, it should not be stressful. That is yeah. the exact opposite of what <laughs> incorporating crystals is doing. So right. let's look at the treatment room. So if you're using crystals in your treatment room, you're obviously going to need to clean them. You know, if you're laying them on top of masks or on someone's clean skin, you're going to need to clean and sanitize. Yes. Mm-hmm. So while, you know, the sanitary the sanit- restric- restrictions or whatever requirements, yeah. they might say like, <laughs> you have to wash them in warm water. Okay. But I have heard that warm water or hot water actually messes with the vibration of the crystal. Okay. So don't come for me like sanitation <laughs> people. They're coming after yeah, you, Alex. Of course, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> so I always tell people you want to wash them in cold water and then a mild soap. I think I use Dawn. I mean, it's not anything special, but very gently, you know, rinse them in cold water, soap, and then I sanitize with just like a spritz of rubbing alcohol. Okay. And I haven't had any issues with it, like degrading the stone. If it's a water safe stone, it doesn't fade or anything like that, but you want to make sure that it's a water safe stone. If it's not water safe and you're using it on them, I would just spritz it with some alcohol and then kind of pat dry. So it's not absorbing all of that, but you're still sanitizing the stone. So for cleansing, that would be what you would want to do in the treatment room for energetically cleansing. Yeah. My favorite thing to do and the easiest thing to do is buy a piece of selenite. You can get selenite in all shapes and sizes. I did have some selenite bowls, which made it super handy because you could just put small stones in it. You can get selenite like stick, wand, cube, plate. They've got all sorts of things. And selenite, the reason why... It's so easy and handy is because it is naturally cleansing and charging. So when you put it next to a crystal, it cleanses it from all of its energy, but it also charges it. So it is operating at the, you know, the max capacity that it should be operating at. So if you're using them, cleaning them off, mild soap, cold water, little spritz of alcohol, and then to charge them and energetic cleanse them, selenite's great, super easy. I mean, you can do putting them out underneath the moon. The full moon is great. It mm-hmm. kind of has a little element of like the energy from the moon and depending on where it's at, as far as the sign, you know, sticking them in the dirt, which is kind of weird. But I mean, if that's your thing, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of different ways. So yeah. I love that. I mean, and again, like so simple, do what feels good for you. I would say for yeah. me, sometimes I'm like putting every single crystal out you know, under the full moon. And sometimes I don't get to all of them, you know, it's just how life goes. Like, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I put all my crystals, my home crystals, cause I Uh have tons of them. We used to live in a pretty big house and I had like every room was just like stockpiled with crystals. It was a little (laughs) excessive to be honest, but (laughs) our rental house is a lot smaller. And so a lot of them are boxed away or like they're just, you know, gently scattered throughout. And I'm like, it's just too much effort to like put all these outside. So it's a lot. It's a lot. And even like at my studio, putting all of my tools, because I mean, I've accumulated a lot of crystal tools in my room. And so putting those out even, you know, for every full moon is, it's a lot, but Mm. you don't have to, it's just an extra element for like a boost of energy. Right. That full moon energy. So you can bring that along through the month, or if you just feel like lighting some Palo Santo or a little bit of sage and heck yeah. You know, or put once. out some moon water. If you put out some moon water, you can miss the crystals with your moon water and then you're getting mm. the same thing. And it's like less work. You don't have to haul everything out, which, you, <laughs> exactly. which I should say, you don't have to put everything directly out underneath the moon. You can put them in a windowsill. Yeah. You can set, set them like, you know, by a door, that's a glass pane, you know, anything that's going to be illuminated by the moon, do that. So and it yeah. doesn't have to be complicated. And again, I think it's just being intentional, even with the crystals. Yeah. So you're like, today yeah. I am spraying my moon water on them and giving them a little extra cleanse and love. Yeah. If that's what you're feeling that yeah. day, then do it. If you're exactly. not, I mean, okay. you really can't mess it up. <laughs> Guys, you can't you mess can't. it up. It's what we're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So can you, would you suggest like maybe a couple crystals for estheticians to start with? Because I know even though we're saying- yeah go with your feels, yeah. all the stuff that we just talked about the last hour. I need to know I which know, one. Yeah. I know people are still going to, exactly. Please tell me. Haley's like, me. which one do I need to buy? Right. Yeah. So yeah. can we, can we give people a couple, you know, that you would suggest to start with in the treatment yeah. room or for home? Yeah. Yeah. So I always say, if you're going to start, pick one stone for each chakra. That way you have a balanced kit. 
How many chakras do we have? So we have seven (laughs) main chakras and really that's most, that's all you really need. I mean, there's a bunch of other chakras, but most people work with the seven main chakras. So, and it goes, have you guys ever heard of Roy G. Bev? It's like the color Uh wheel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is right. Orange, yellow. Yeah. 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 So that's exactly how your chakras are. So your root chakra is red. So for a root chakra, you could get a red Jasper. That'd be a really good one to get. For your sacral chakra, it's going to be orange. So you could do carnelians really good. You could do, let's see, now I'm being tested. You could do peach moonstone. That's a really good like feminine energy and very like intuitive based. But peach moonstone might be harder to come by. So carnelian, red jasper carnelian. Yellow is your sacral chakra, solar plexus chakra. Citrine is a very common yellow stone. And then moving up, your heart chakra is green. While a lot of people will associate rose quartz with the heart chakra, and it is, if you were wanting to stick to the color pattern, you could do like green aventurine, malachite, anything green, but rose quartz also works great. You don't have to have a green stone. Throat chakra is going to be a lighter blue, not super light, but a lot of people will use sodalite for throat chakra. Third eye is indigo. So lapis lazuli is a really good one, but any blue stone would work. And then third or crown chakra is actually can be white or purple. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will put purple on the third eye, which you absolutely can. It's like a dark blue or purple is great. So for crown, you can do a dark purple stone or a white stone. So amethyst, you could do howlite, which is white. Yeah, I feel like that those would be good starting points. But again, you don't have to overcomplicate it. So pick a stone. If you don't know any of those stones, Go to the store, get a red stone, an orange stone, yellow stone, green <laughs> stone, blue stone, dark blue, and then purple. All and then the you're colors good. of the rainbow. Yeah, yeah. Just get all the yeah. colors of the rainbow. Have fun. Yeah. I-, I love collecting them. I know obviously you love collecting them. Like yes. you know, <laughs> make it a fun thing, not this like pr- pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. hundred percent. Any last thing you want to share with the audience before we jump off here? The only thing that I would add is if you want crystals and support, (laughs) I promise I'm listening and I promise it's coming. Just hang in there. Yes, I know. (laughs) I was going to say, I was going to ask about the crystal grids and all that stuff, but I'm like, yeah, people are chomping at the bit. Chomping at the bit, but I have to remind everyone I'm one person and Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, it's a lot. So I'm here, I hear everyone's requests and I want to deliver so, so, so bad. I just have to have the capacity to be able to deliver all these things, but it's coming. It's, it's in the works. I'm working on it. I, yeah. And it'll be ready. When it's ready. It'll be ready when it's supposed to be ready. Everyone can be patient for a minute, but in the meanwhile, if they want to follow you and stalk you and do all the things, where can we we find you? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram. That's probably where I'm most prevalent. Skincraft417. I've got a website. I have two different things for Glow Skincare, written a crystal blog. I'm in the magazine. So there's resources out there for people who still want a little bit more. They need to learn a little bit more about crystals, but I'm definitely going to be sharing more around that on my social media platform. So that way you guys have everything that you need. And hopefully this podcast, you know, helps boost people, gives them a little bit of confidence so that they can feel comfortable to at least get started before we've got, you know, these concrete resources that people right. have to have. No, well, this is great. Right. This is great. Yeah. And we'll have you back when we have the cr- concrete resources. But I feel <laughs> like this is such a great starting place. Good. And it's a place to, for people to start experimenting and trying and having fun. You know, that's my favorite word. Have fun doing have it. fun. Yeah. And then when you're ready with your grids, whenever that may be, then hopefully everyone has a little bit of experience under their belt and then yeah, they're more prepared for the grids. And yeah, it, like you said, in the meantime, read the blog yeah. at glowskincarely.com that Alex wrote, make sure you're reading her article in the magazine on skin in the city. It is still available to purchase digital and print. Yes. And Alex, you still are selling some of your crystal bowls, correct? 
Yes. So I, which is another thing that just blew up, but yeah, I have (laughs) green onyx bowls, varying sizes, a three inch bowl, four inch bowl, five inch bowl. The manufacturer actually, because of COVID, they didn't let them out into the caves to like mine for more green onyx. So there's a supplier issue. (laughs) So what I have now is all that I have until I can find a new supplier. So Mm. I have a very small amount left. I'm sourcing a lot of different stuff right now, bowls included. So keep your eyes peeled. There's definitely going to be more coming around that. But if you want your hands on a green onyx bowl, definitely don't sleep on it because mm-hmm. yeah, there's get not it. many left. Get them <laughs> yeah. while they're hot, guys. You know, yes. you've seen them on my Instagram. They're my favorite bowls. They're yes. really the only bowls that I use anymore. Ah, love it. And the orthoceros. I do the have... The orthoceros are oh, really cool too. So those, cool. I, I love those. I love those. I'm like, how I'm obsessed. freaking cool. Yeah, they're so cool. I'm like, you, what the heck? You guys, they <laughs> literally look, they're black and they have like actual fossils in them, which yeah. like makes me nerd out so hard because I used to want to be a paleontologist. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they're so beautiful and they're it's even so better cool. in person. They're like... I think they said the uh, Haley sh- showing it off right yes. now. Whiting. Yes. It's so cool. It's so cool. I love so it. So it's cool. a prehistoric squid is what it is from like okay. millions of years ago. So cool. Yeah. That you yeah. can make holding a prehistoric thing. squid. Wow, Haley. <laughs> I'm so cool. You're so cool you with are. your squid. <laughs> What's the squid's it. name? Yeah, we need a squid name now. <laughs> we'll vote for that next week. Yeah, oh next week. Oh my gosh. Probably so Squidward, though. Yes. Oh, I Squidward. That's what came to me. I it's mean, a classic. Yeah. Naturally. A class. Naturally. Naturally. Squidward. Squidward the bowl. So yeah. off topic, but you know, yeah. that's just life. <laughs> Alex, thank you again so much for being here today. Of course. It was my pleasure. I, yeah, this is definitely a long time in the making. And I yes. hope everyone thoroughly enjoys it and I know they is able will. to realize you know, their potential that they already have. Your, yeah. Their potential, their power, their own intuition yeah. and go have fun. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Go, go find your, your stone that speaks to you. Yes. Okay. You guys, we hope you enjoyed listening to this episode with our friend, Alex. We think she's absolutely fabulous and the crystal queen. Yeah. So go ahead and follow her on Instagram at skincraft417 and her website skincraft417.com. Yeah. Go check her out, stock her page, stock her website, buy her beautiful bowls and stay tuned because we're going to have some more really cool stuff coming soon. I cannot wait.